Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with your host, Yolanda Marshall. Tune into various discussions about our beautiful culture, books, authors, recipes, and everything Caribbean. Your children will enjoy reading with Miles on Caribbean Storytime. Storytime with me, Yolanda Marshall. Today, I have the privilege of introducing you to Carol Mitchell, a Caribbean author from St. Kitts and Nevis, actually one of my favorite places to visit just this year. I was there, and um, I love Timothy Hill and the rainforest at the Central Forest Reserve uh, Natural Park and Frigate Bay, I believe it was, that beach, but one a beautiful island like it's 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 unbelievable so i would like to introduce you to carol mitchell and let's learn more about this amazing caribbean author hi carol welcome to caribbean hi yolanda <laughs> yes thanks so much for having me yes yes so like myself um and many other authors out there um i've read up a bit about you and I've seen that you know you have a passion you love you love kids you love books and you want to put a positive impact out there um, for kids for children and mainly so for children um, of Caribbean heritage and even those without can relate to these books Um, I've been through your collection and you have a lot of books for young readers an amazing collection and one of my favorite I'm eyeing is uh, around, my, around my Christmas tree, which I love. <laughs> this is my favorite time of year. But you have a heavy collection, um, Chi-Chi in Paradise. Uh, you also have Another Day. Um, Chi-Chi's Big Plan, I do believe that's a series that you carry, right? Yes, uh, that's correct. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Trapped in Dunstan's Cave, uh, Caribbean Adventure Series books. Like, you have a heavy collection and you have done so much in your career as an author, and I would love to introduce you to all the parents and all the listeners of my podcast. So happy to have you here. So please tell us about yourself, your history, your art, and all the stories you can share. <laughs> Thanks so much. Um, it's really great to be here and to be talking to the your audience is listening in. Um, my name is Carol Mitchell. On a lot of my books, I have my name as Carol Otley Mitchell, which is not my official name and has caused some confusion every now and then. But um, I grew up in Trinidad and then moved to St. Kitts when I was a teenager. And um, I was always an avid reader growing up. My parents used to call me easy reader and used to be unhappy because they would buy a book for me and I would finish it before we got home from the store and be wanting another one. Um, And I was, I've been blessed. I have two children and they were both very avid readers as well. We spent a lot of time reading together, even after they were both able to read themselves. We would spend some time every evening reading out loud, sharing you know, some of the tougher books, some of the longer books that maybe they might find difficult to tackle on their own, we would read together. And um, we, you know, we've traveled extensively, our family, but we found ourselves back in St. Kitts at one point in time. 
And I really wanted the children to experience um, the Caribbean through books in a particular way. In a, you know, they would they would read the, some of the books that were available, and then they would look around at the life that they were experiencing, and they saw a bit of a disconnect in that. And so they, um, I that encouraged me to kind of start to think about Caribbean literature in a different way, and to in a more contemporary way. And to um, look for books that would really be encouraging and enticing to children to read. And I went to visit, I visited Brimson Hill, um, which is a fortress in St. Kitts that is a UNESCO, UNESCO heritage site. And I hope, Yolanda, that when you went to visit St. Kitts, that you visited Brimson Hill. Um, it's a fantastic place to go to. And it's very well preserved um, in terms of the the buildings and the artifacts that they have. And yes. it just seemed like a wonderful place that a child would have an adventure there. And I thought about um, writing a, a story. I thought of a story set there um, where the kids went down a tunnel and then they found themselves into the in the past and um, interacted with some of the historical characters that actually were present at Brimson Hill, like back in the 17th century. Wow. And I took the idea to a friend of mine um, and mentor, um, Nerissa Golden, and she's like, why are you telling me this? You need to write it. And so I started writing it um, in evenings and then it was finished. And um, that my children loved it. I did quite a bit of field testing with other kids and they all enjoyed it. And um, so I decided that's what really got me on the road to um, writing and publishing. And what I found was that, um, well, and this takes me back to, I started by explaining why the books have the title Carol Otley Mitchell on them is that um, most of the people in St. Most people in St. Kitts know me by my maiden name, and if I published a book with just my uh, my um, married name, they would people would be like, "Who? Who's that?" And of <laughs> course, you know, you do want a little name recognition yes. going in. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, that's that's why um, a number of my titles do have um, Carol do include Carol Otley Mitchell, and I'm phasing away from that now that people actually are getting to know me for, for the um, quality of the writing and the books that we produce rather than, you know, just because I'm the, I'm a son, a daughter of the soil. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, you know, Adventure at Brimson Hill was the first book and it was a, a pretty big success. You know, I got a lot of support in St. Kids. Um, the kids loved it. And, it spurred me on quite a bit because, you know, when you tell a child in a Caribbean island that this book is written about somewhere that they know and about kids that look like them and sound like them, yes. the look of pride and joy on their face and the, their their desire to read is just, it's priceless. You know, there's no, there's no price that you could put on that. And that spurred me on to continue um, writing so I wrote um, Adventure at Brimson Hill, which is historical fiction. And then I wrote Pirates of Port Royal, which is set in Jamaica. And again, um, it follows the same kids and this historical fiction. Then Trapped in Dunson's Cave is set in Trinidad. And it has a bit more of an ecological bend 
it's set yeah. at um, the Acerite Nature Center. And um, somewhere around the point of doing that, so in the in the series, there's a a monkey who is and is not a pet of one of the characters. And I say he is and is not in that he lives with the character, but he's not. It's quite clear that the power of the relationship is not the boy having power over the monkey. The monkey is quite very much in control of his choices. <laughs> and people kept asking me, kids would ask me, how did he end up living with Mark? How did Chi-Chi, Chi-Chi's a monkey. How did Chi-Chi end up living with Mark? And so I wrote the Chi-Chi's Adventures, which is a series of five books that tells the story. Um, First, you get introduced to Chi-Chi. Then you get introduced to his mischievousness as he tries to um, get into a garden. And people in St. Kitts know very well the the um, problems that we have with monkeys stealing fruits and so they would really relate to this and at the end of the story he rescues Mark and makes a decision now that he's an adult monkey and he has to go out on his own that he's gonna you know stay close to Mark's side and so that's how those five books came about and you know from there I have written a number of um, you know books for all different ages because as my kids grew, you know, they grew out of the Caribbean Adventure series mm-hmm. and they kept demanding, like, when are you going to write a book for young adults? When are you going to write a book? And so um, that has driven me in a way to expand um, the type of writing that I do. And I have to say that although I, I love writing for the little, little ones and I love writing for the young adults because I live with two young adults and the issues that um, that they have, that they don't talk about, that they do talk about are, you know, very, they're, they're very real and they're very, they're really real, especially to the, to the young people who are experiencing them. And it's so important, I believe, to have books that help the kids to start talking about these things that are a jumping off point so that at least they can see that you know there are other kids who are experiencing these things there are other kids who have similar fears whether the fears are played out in a fantasy sort of um, environment or a realistic environment that they aren't alone that they aren't crazy for thinking the way they think no matter what their parents might be telling them and so, yes. you know, I um, I wrote Another Day, which is a young adult novel. And then Barbary Hill, which was my second young adult novel, which um, deal it talks about gang-related violence. Oh. And um, the, 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 the tragedy and the grief and loss that can be associated with that. And the just, it talks a lot about classism and there's there's quite a bit of it's it carries it's a short book that carries a lot of yeah, weight it carries a lot. It, it carries a lot of weight and so um so in writing that my hope was that again you know that children would be able that young people would read it and would identify with the characters in it um they're mainly boys in the uh, in that title and so you know you kind of start out. It's been an interesting journey 
because you start out with this idea that oh I'm just going to write a book that my kids would love and then you start thinking more um, carefully about what kind of books you really would want to have available for our particular kids in our in their particular circumstances in the Caribbean yes. you know yes so that has always been a very important part of what I do and why I write. And I always tell people my favorite part of writing is actually the opportunities that I might get to do visits to um, to schools. I was in St. Kitts in July and read um, not one of my books, but another book that we just published called Tata and the Big Bad Bull to some kids. And again, it just never... It never gets old, the enjoyment on their faces when they see these books with black kids, with Caribbean kids who are, you know, having experiences like them, who, you know, the giggles. We also read a book called Sweet Victory, which is a second book that we put out this year. Heidi Fagerberg, and the book has lots of local fruits and um, guinnips and... um, oh gosh I'm drawing a blank sour sour I could be wrong <laughs> but it's you know the fruits were looking fruit. each time yeah. each time she turned the page they were like oh because they've probably never seen a guinea in a, yeah. in, a in a book you know it's just it's true. like a tamarind and such it's it's, it's so true <laughs> exactly so and it it just doesn't get old seeing the the excitement of the children when they have these experiences in books and it, it gives them some agency and some um uh, some i can't think the word has eluded me right now but it makes them feel real in the world you know that they yes, are they're they valuable the, they're valuable yes, they're valid. people yeah in yep. the in the world when you when you see yourself in a book so it helps it's just one of the things that that helps um with their growth and so um I mentioned that, you know, we published some books. So I also run a company called Caribbean Reads Publishing, and we have approximately 40 titles and some incredible authors. Um, I mentioned Tata and the Big Bad Bull, which is a book by Julia Scunter. We have two books um, by Joanne C. Hillhouse, who's an incredible author from Antigua. Um, Heidi Fagerberg is out of St. Kitts. We have uh, um, authors from, I don't want to start listening because I'm going to forget somebody and I'm going to get in trouble. So I'm going to I'm going to share it with my guests like that. Your website is CaribbeanReads.com. Yes. And the the books are listed under, under books. So, you know, we're doing that. And the reason that we do that is that there are a lot of authors who find it difficult to get their books, um, books published you know in the caribbean we tend to focus a lot on textbooks and uh, because you know with limited resources you buy what you need to buy and so there's less emphasis on um on non-literary non-textbook texts and you find you know we've seen a number of bookstores closing down and things like that and it's very sad it's very um it it really breaks my heart that they kids have less access to these books and so we're trying to do our part um, in a couple of different ways one is to produce and publish books and another is to is to try and raise funds and do different different um, programs that we have to try to 
purchase books or get book, make books available to the kids in the Caribbean, you know, f- try and find the funds because yeah. then somebody needs to buy the book. And we do children's books just for, so if you go onto the website, you might see a couple of books that you're like, hmm, I don't think that picture on the cover does not look like a children's book. Well, then it's not because we have, yeah. um, we've published a number of plays by David Edgecombe. We've got a romance by um, Joel Amethyst and um, books by Opal Palmer, Adissa who's out of Jamaica. So, you know, we, 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 but our focus really tends to be on, um, on children's book because that's kind of where my heart really is. So, so, you know, um, that's kind of what we're, what we're working on now. So we have an exciting year coming up next year. Um, We're going to be putting out at least three or four titles next year. This year was quiet. Um, and that's kind of the way it happens sometimes, a little bit of a regrouping this year. But, um, but yeah, you know, we're hoping to continue to make a contribution to the, um, to the world of children's literature for, Caribbean, for the Caribbean. Yes, and, and representing Caribbean kids that is um, poorly represented. Um, and we don't have a diverse list to choose from. And I am so proud of um, Caribbean Reads. Once again, listeners, like, uh, you need to visit CaribbeanReads.com and there's a um, a lot of um, titles I find, especially for young adults. I mean, we, we don't have a lot of literature for young adults, especially coming from Caribbean Home and Caribbean Kids. And I find that Caribbean Reads offers those, the adventure series. And you were talking about um, Chi-Chi the monkey. When I went to St. Kids, there were so many monkeys. I actually bought a little <laughs> pet monkey for my son. Okay. Um, I, but I love them. And everyone had them on their backs, you know, showing off to tourists and stuff. And the tourists is like, you know, everyone wanted to touch a monkey. Um, yeah. Yeah, they are quite prolific um, at yes. home. Yeah. So <laughs> one, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I really wanted to touch base on around my Christmas tree. I'm, I, I have a, a Christmas book, um, a piece of black cake for Santa, and I'm telling you, I was looking for other Caribbean um, stories um, that surrounds the Christmas time and, and, you know, highlights that time of year. Because in the Caribbean, it's a big deal for us, right? Yes, and, of course. Yeah, and I couldn't find a lot of them. There, there, there aren't so many um, holiday books, you know. I mean, here in, like, Canada and the U.S., there's so many Thanksgiving books. We have a lot. <laughs> we have a lot of Christmas books. So every time I come across books like this, I always buy it, and I always collect it. Because once again, as a parent, um, I, I love to – that's the best time of the year to buy your kids gifts um, and introduce them to Caribbean literature and introduce them to um, – a book that represents their household, you know, storytelling um, that their parents could relate to. But um, yeah, you have an extensive list and you have a lot of authors. Like, I was so proud when I saw that. It it was great. (laughs) Yeah, I was happy to see your book um, on the, is it a black cake for Christmas? Yeah, it's a black cake for Santa. Yeah, I mean, you know, for Santa. Yeah, I thought that was really incredible, you know, because of course, at least in the US, they look for, they leave cookies and 
that sort of thing for Santa. And at home, you know, we talk about that as too. You know, if you're telling your kids about Santa at all, of course, we have no chimneys for him to come down. But yeah. um, you're gonna you're gonna talk about leaving cookies for him. And I, I, it was just great. That yeah, why would we leave cookies? Why not leave black a piece of black cake? That makes so much more sense. It makes. But sense. um, that book around my Christmas tree was, you know, it was a favorite of mine in terms of putting it together because it's a compilation of um, stories and poems and recipes from different authors all of we have someone from Aruba or Curacao in there um, you know it's just rep- highly representative of the Caribbean and so it's one of the books that I'm kind of proud of well I'm proud of all of my babies yes, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one you know is I thought was quite yes. a quite an accomplishment um for us to get it's different artwork from different artists illustrators um as i said poetry and all related to christmas and some of it is religious and some of it is secular um so it really crosses and the it really crosses the gamut of of represent in terms of representing Christmas in the Caribbean you know if you've ever spent a Christmas in the Caribbean it's something that stays with you you know it's just the atmosphere the the music the it's the lights it's it's wonderful it's not cold it's not cold uh... that's the time when we bring out the new curtains exactly exactly play with our neighbors exactly you know, we yeah go around to people's homes and yeah christmas is a massive thing and we put up fairy lights you know i still use that term fairy lights <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is that even christmas lights like i put up fairy, fairy lights, lights. <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 it is yes. quite a time so that is so good and um i would love to have you on again if you can share that christmas story or a poem from that book around christmas time it will be so good to have you then because it is it's it'll make a nice reading um at that time of year and i will have to the brimstone hill i need that collection for sure i do remember passing or i have to go through my pictures because we went to so many places Mm-hmm. So many places. I, I I would like I would love to make sure that um I did pass it and I see it just to <laughs> you know get closer to that. It's like yes, yes, Carol, yes, I was yes. there. <laughs> well, if you go back, you definitely should make a point of going to visit it. It's quite an experience. Um, for sure. At Brimson sure. Hill. Yeah, so. you're from a beautiful country. Uh, no yes, it is lovely. It is lovely. Lovely island. Yes. I just wanted to say one more thing before I go. You know, we've been talking a lot about Caribbean books and the importance of having Caribbean children read them. But I always like to make a pitch also for for non-Caribbean children to read Caribbean books. So, you know, we do a lot of of um, book festivals. We just did the Brooklyn Book Festival last weekend. We're going to do the one in Miami coming up in November. And um, they... People always come up and they say, oh, you know, I know so-and-so is from Trinidad or so-and-so is from, I should get a copy of this for them. And I suggest to them, well, maybe you could also get a copy for so-and-so from Canada or this kid from the U.S. or this kid from the U.K. Because there's no reason that they can't read them. The books that we have are the the themes are universal you know the setting might be in the caribbean some of the things might be a little foreign to people but that's how you learn and you know we have grown up all of our lives 
reading about crumpets and snow and all sorts of things that we never experience and have yeah. no idea really what they are. And yeah. it is, it's absolutely a wonderful thing for children who are non-Caribbean, who maybe have even had no connection with the Caribbean at all, to read these books and to recognize that, you know, some of the diversity in the world, that there are people living elsewhere who are kids just like them, who have similar desires and, and enjoy the same things and have similar fears and all of these. Um, it, it, it helps the children to grow. So I always make a pitch, you know, even though my first love is my Caribbean children, but, you know, the children, other children can really benefit from reading Caribbean books generally and learning more about another part of the world and the children there, just expanding their horizons and their minds. Yes. So give a book to a non-Caribbean child is yeah. all I'm saying. I'm for that, 100%. I totally agree with you, Carol. So once again, I am so happy. You don't have a story for me? <laughs> Not this time. Like, when I, when I come back in Christmas, I'll be more... Like, I'll what's be your prepared. favorite fruit? Have you ever climbed a tree and fell down? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Many. I, I have the scars still to prove it. <laughs> I have the, the bruised knees, the, the marked yeah. knees to prove it. Yes, yes, of course. And have you experienced blackout nights where you came up with concerts? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that my dad and I used to do a lot, and I think it's one of the early forays for me into creative writing you know we used to take existing songs and um, make our own write our own lyrics to them and you know they would be hilarious at least to us they would be yes um, <laughs> you know like we would take yes. we three kings from um oh my goodness now that i'm singing yeah and we would yeah. we wrote songs you know like lavantil is the name of a place in trinidad and we'd write you know we three kings from lavantil tried to go yes. up a hill and you know just write our own lyrics to that to to different tunes and that was always a lot of fun yes. for me and <laughs> that is good. I could relate. I think a lot of Caribbean um, children and parents can relate. And these are stories that we can share with the world. Um, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I know you always, I know you will have a lot. Um, I really appreciate as a parent, I appreciate your passion and your contribution to Caribbean literature in this world. And um, I would love, love to keep building and I will on all your books. Put it in my library and all my listeners out there, please check out Carol Mitchell's book and visit CaribbeanReads.com for more amazing authors and books published. Um, thank you, Carol, for being on uh, uh, Caribbean Storytime. <laughs>